What will you choose to do today that makes a difference? Is your work driven by your purpose? Or are you holding back from doing work that really matters? In this episode, I speak to Evan Carmichael, YouTuber and author who aims to help entrepreneurs with what he calls the world's biggest problem. People don't believe in themselves enough. You want to wake up. Everybody wants to wake up and feel like today matters, that the work I'm about to do today matters to somebody. And I think that's the purpose-driven entrepreneurs who end up loving their life. And if you feel like you wake up and today doesn't matter, I think that's the quick path to depression. Evan believes in entrepreneurs. He built, then sold a biotech software company, was a venture capitalist, and now runs the biggest YouTube channel for entrepreneurs with over 2 million subscribers. He's also written four books, including his latest, Built to Serve, and he inspires audiences around the world. So, ready to discuss how you can lead a life with purpose? Let's discuss. I'm Rebecca Scott, and this is Humans Now and Then. Evan Carmichael, thank you for joining me. Rebecca Scott, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you on. I'm really excited. Your positive energy, your videos, content you put online is just so positive and energetic. It really makes people focus and think about their own personal success and how to, of course, believe in themselves. So thank you for the work that you do. Cool. I appreciate it. You're more than welcome. So I think one thing that's really interesting about you and your background is your very unconventional success stories. I think that people that have an unconventional success story where they have both successes and failures are super interesting because many people often discover a tipping point where they start to realize where they belong, the direction they should go and start to discover their purpose. But I'd really love to know if there was a tipping point for you when you found that place, when you started truly believing in yourself. Ooh, I think that's an ongoing journey. You know, I think you can believe in yourself for what you've done but you struggled to believe in what you could do next. And it's still my biggest struggle. I believe in myself to do everything that I've done, but the thing that holds me back the most is a lack of belief to be able to do what's next. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think of it as one moment. There's been lots of these moments. When I was nervous backstage, about to go out and speak to 2,000 people who paid you know, lots of money to be there, and I didn't think I could do it. And then I went off and I did it. So now doing that again becomes easy. But doing the next thing is still a limiting belief that I can't do it. And so I think the way around it is to surround yourself with the people that bring you up, that make you do believe in yourself more. And that could be through podcasts like this. <laughs> yeah. If Rebecca's energy makes you feel hopeful and belief and confidence that you can do scary things, then guess what? Rebecca's got lots of episodes. Go back and listen to her other ones and be around Rebecca. Because even if you don't know Rebecca, you can become a better human by listening to the podcast. Yeah, I love that. And it's really interesting to see all of the folks that have given you some endorsements. A lot of these high profile folks like Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, Brendan Bruchard. You can go out on the website and you can see this at evancarmichael.com and see all of these amazing testimonials that people have given to you. That shows a lot of other people believe in you and what you're doing as much as you need to believe in yourself. So I think that's right. Human connection, being able to work with other people and see how we can help one another succeed and move forward, I think is super important. But I also noticed that one of the things that you really believe in is following some some of the footsteps of people that have done this kind of work before you, people who have found success and determining what we can learn from those people. Is there someone in particular that you feel like you've learned the most from? So I would say my parents in that respect, but more as how to be a human. 
So in terms of how to treat people and value system and work ethic and all of that is what I learned from my parents. And I know this is audio only, but I'm in my office and I've got five giant canvases on my wall. And the middle one is with me and my parents when I'm eight or nine years old. And that's a constant reminder when I walk into my office that I'm Evan Castrilli Carmichael. I could do anything I believe that I can because that's what they always you know, cemented in me when I was a kid. They weren't entrepreneurs though. So I didn't learn any business stuff from them because that wasn't what they were great at. They're still both alive. They're not great business people per se, but just how to be a human and treat people and show up. I've learned the most from them and still try to you know, make them proud. Yeah. But what's really interesting is those human lessons, those human aspects and being able to empathize with other people, believe in ourselves, connect with other people. Those are also key components to being successful in entrepreneurship and business. So even though they might not have been business people, they gave you some of those foundational elements that have helped you be successful because the work that you do really does center around those human elements that are really important for us to consider as we think about the future and move forward. So one of the things that you focus on as well is your purpose. And it seems you could have this really heavy purpose of helping other people find how to believe in themselves. So you articulate the world's biggest problem as that people don't believe in themselves enough. So what are some of the keys to solving that world's biggest problem? So if I had you know all the keys and <laughs> we would have solved it, but I think it's evidenced by what I'm trying to do. Like I think whenever you've got a big goal or big mission, or even if somebody asks you, hey, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? Whatever that answer is should be in small version what you're actually doing right now. That means you're working towards your purpose. And so how do you get people to believe in themselves? Well, I think one is trying to surround themselves with more role models. So it's what I'm trying to do with my content every day. YouTube is my biggest home, but I'm on all the platforms trying to put out content every day because I think the more you can be around Oprah Winfrey and Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and these people who've done amazing things and see where they came from, the more you believe that it might be possible for you. And I think that seed of hope is the biggest thing missing for most people. People listening to this show, you're probably the most ambitious person in your circle. You know, your listeners are smart, they're caring, they want to do great things, and they might share their dreams with the people around them who say, well, you can't do that. And that might even be out of love. They may not be hating on you. They just have a different roadmap. The opportunities available to us right now, if you look at your parents when they were your age, it's just a totally different world. What we're doing right here, you're talking to some guy in Canada <laughs> on a podcast, you know, it's like this, what? How do you make money off of that? But you can, right? Because it's 2020, 2021, welcome aboard. And so the more you can surround yourself with the people who are doing the things that you want to do and are thinking the way that you want to think. And I think that's a daily thing. You might be motivated and fired up today and then you wake up tomorrow and you're starting over. So I see it as important as brushing your teeth. You know, hopefully you're brushing your teeth every morning, <laughs> getting that inspiration and not just kind of rah-rah, but being around. If you watched an Oprah Winfrey video every morning, you would start to see the world like Oprah sees the world. It would shift your thinking. And you may not notice a shift on a day-to-day -day basis, but when you look back a month, two months, three months, six months, 12 months, you'll notice that you're becoming a dramatically different human being. And so most of us are not conscious with the resources that we're surrounding ourselves by. Many of us will just say, well, I don't know Oprah. So, you know, I don't have any friends like that. So turn to aspirational mentors. If it's Rebecca for you, great. Listen to an episode every day. If it's Oprah for you, watch a video every day. Your heroes are out there. And the more you can surround yourself with them, they will shift your belief forward. 
Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the important elements beyond the fact that you're right, the barrier to entry for anyone to get involved in business today is much lower than it has in the past. So it really is an opportunity for you to get started very easily for me to start a podcast. Evan's right. I wouldn't have been able to do this 10 years ago or five years ago. I really just made a decision that I was going to start a podcast one day. I found out how to do it and then I did it. And it's something that a lot of people can do. You know, even some things out there that aren't as maybe detailed as a podcast, you can go out, start putting inspirational messages out on social media, and you'll be surprised how many people need to hear that message today. And you would also be surprised how many people don't think about the importance and value of what they bring, their individual unique strengths that people are looking for and need leaders out in the world to put that content out there. And and that's exactly what you're doing, Evan, and uh, greatly appreciate your work. One of the things that I think is really interesting is this new book that you put out called Built to Serve. That book does kind of go back to the importance or the power of our purpose, the importance of thinking about how we thrive. And one of the primary ingredients of how we thrive is to find ways that we can help serve other people. So what was your moment of inspiration maybe for that book to write that book, Built to Serve? I was doing my tour last year across America. We did 23 cities in 90 days. And my biggest fear was getting on stage and disappointing people. So I thought, okay, well, let's do that every four days <laughs> to get some <laughs> practice attacking that fear. Because I don't think being afraid is a good enough reason not to act. I like chasing down those fears. So we're doing our tour. And about halfway through the tour, I realized in every city that I go to, I keep getting asked the same question. People keep asking me, well, how do I find my purpose? And how do I find my passion? What am I supposed to be doing? How do I know if this is right? That wasn't what I was going on tour to talk about. I had a whole other series of topics and agendas, but this was a question people kept asking. And in every city, I just said, well, that's a pretty easy problem to solve. You don't have to go meditate on top of a mountain for 10 years or hire a $50,000 business coach or something to figure it out. Your purpose comes down to your, your who, your why, and your how. Like, what does that mean? And so I broke it down for them live. And then somebody else would put their hand up and it's like, do me and then do me. And that became my tour. <laughs> it's just helping people figure out what their purpose was and how to turn it into a business. And so about halfway through, I, I was sitting in a coffee shop with my wife and uh, I just said, you know what? I just need to, instead of just doing this in the cities that I'm going to on my tour, I should write a book. And at the time, I didn't have time to write a book. This is where we often get in our own way. There were so many reasons why I shouldn't write a book. I'm on tour right now. That means every four days I'm in a new city. Every four days I'm driving to a new city. Every four days we're also exploring a new city because I was going there with my wife and we wanted to take in the city. So it means I'm behind on everything. I'm behind on every project, every client, every team member. I'm behind on everything I'm doing in my business for 90 days to be here on this tour. And now I decide I'm going to write a book. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. And I actually think the best ideas come to you when you're feeling bold, empowered, confident, and you have to chase those down because your brain will find all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, why it doesn't make any sense. But the greatest things you create from your brain, they're from your heart. It's things that haven't existed before. If you're looking at making this podcast... What makes you think you can make a great podcast? You've never done it before. You didn't go to school for this. You don't know the technology or the tools, like all sorts of reasons why you can't do it. And there's one why you should, which is you're drawn to it. And so this has taken a lot of practice over the years, but I have increasingly learned to really just listen to that voice, to not judge it and to just start creating around it. And it's almost always led me to amazing places. Oh yeah, that is the value of a positive mindset. And also just overcoming those barriers or those things within our mind that are actually, like you mentioned before, kind of like people are trying to keep you safe. 
that little voice inside of our head that says you can't is mostly also trying to keep us safe, safe from taking risks, safe from putting ourselves out there where we might be vulnerable to feeling some rejection. And so if you can overcome that, again, take advantage of those moments of inspiration. Take advantage of those moments where you feel energy behind something. Because you're right, that's what happened with me with the podcast. I had the idea, I'm driving my daughter to gymnastics one day and I just had, oh my God, I'm going to do a podcast and we're going to talk about how people can step up and shape the future and brought tears to my eyes. My daughter thought I was losing it, but that's okay because it was the right decision for me. I know nothing about you know making a podcast. I wasn't even much of a podcast listener at the time. But changing that mindset and believing that we can and putting the work into something that is meaningful, important to you is something all of us are able to do, even if we think we can't. Okay, let me take over for one question. Out of the blue, right, you get this idea for a podcast. How long did it take you to actually record and publish the first podcast? Right. So that moment of inspiration was in October. I was being strategic because like you, I don't have the time to do a podcast. What am I thinking? This is crazy, right? I'm busy. I've got a full-time work. I've got the business I'm starting. I've got four kids and I'm going to start a podcast. So I had to really be realistic about when I could get that done and knew I had a lot of things to learn. So I decided spring, spring was going to be my thing. And this was pre-COVID too, pre-pandemic. I decided spring. I still did it regardless of all the disruptions. I launched in April and I haven't looked back. But I learned everything I needed to know about audio editing, about publishing, about platforms, about getting an audience, about all of those things, all on my own. Here's what I do that's maybe a little different. I'm obsessed with shrinking that gap down as much as possible. And you did it. Most people don't even do it. Most people have an idea in October and it's four Octobers later and they still haven't launched their podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love going immediate. If that was me, I'd pull up my phone in my car after dropping off my daughter and saying, hey, I want to launch a podcast. It's going to be about this. I really have no idea what I'm doing. This is episode <laughs> one. I'm sitting here in my car. I just dropped off my daughter and I was crying, thinking about this idea. She thinks I'm nuts. I think <laughs> I'm nuts talking into my phone in this parking lot. And I don't really know where this podcast is going to go, but I'm pumped to, to get it started. Let's go. And just all of the fears and all the insecurities and all the, I don't know how to build an audience. I don't even listen to podcasts. And just creating and letting the first episode of whatever suck. Right. I launched a podcast on my tour as well last year. And I was driving through the desert in Texas. We're on our way to New Mexico. I had this idea for some reason. I'm going to start a podcast with my longtime friend, Mark Drager. Where did it come from? I have no idea. I listen to Zero Podcast. I'm a visual only guy. I don't know. I got this idea. Great idea to action. Go. I talked to my wife. I'm driving. So Nina, we need to get Mark on a call right now, because I want to tell him something. <laughs> and so she's scrambling to try to get Mark. He's coming out of a meeting. It's like, okay, what's up? We get him on a video call on Facebook. Mark, I had this idea to start a podcast with you. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm down. Great. You want to start when we get back? Because I was just on my tour. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, well, when do you want to start? Dude, tonight. What do you mean, when do we start? We're going to start tonight. But what's the format? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But what questions are we going to ask? I have no idea. We'll figure it out. What's the name of the show? Dude, I have no idea. Tonight, when I get to the Airbnb and have solid internet, we're going to record our first episode of the podcast. Okay. And we did. And the show has evolved, you know, a million times since then. And I'm sure even after all the planning, if the show launched in April, now, you know, we're recording this in October. I'm sure the show has evolved in the questions and the guests and everything by doing. I'm obsessed with trying to shorten that gap 
of idea to action of letting the first version of your creativity not be amazing. Let it suck. Being authentic, leaning into the vulnerabilities and insecurities that you have. Everybody has, not just for people who want to do podcasts, people who want to write a book, people who want to sing, people who want to make YouTube videos. Letting the first version suck and celebrating that you just did it. And then tomorrow's version is going to be a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things is making the commitment and then following through. And so even though I might have had a longer runway, (laughs) you know, I followed through, but I knew at that moment, it's just like sometimes you have those moments of inspiration that are so powerful that there's nothing that's going to stop you from doing that thing. And if you ever have one of those moments, if anything ever feels like it's holding you back from it, it just takes time and commitment and follow through to finally get there. I can say right now, I mean, obviously, I'm not at the point like you are with millions of followers and so forth. That's fine. This is where I am at in my journey today. Given everything I've got going on in my life, I am just so proud of myself for doing this and so happy with the connections I've made, with the things that I've learned, with the guests I've been able to talk to like yourself. It's given me so much confidence to move forward and continue to try to make a difference and to have people come back to me. And maybe this is my next question. Have people come back to me and tell me that what I'm doing makes a difference for them and for the world. That's a moment. That's powerful. I'm interested to know, did you have that moment where it was the first time someone came back to you and said, Evan, what you're doing is making a difference for me and for other people in this world? Oh, the first day. I mean, the very first thing I did to try to help entrepreneurs was I was invited to speak at a YMCA. And it was their business bootcamp program to help entrepreneurs in my city, Toronto. And I spent two months or so preparing and practicing and getting my perfect speech together. And they were going to promote it. It was a free event, but still, I was super nervous. And I showed up and it was this big room and only three people were there. And my heart sunk. It's like, wow, all of this work that I put in and all of the promotion they did. And it's a free event and three people show up. Are you kidding me? My heart sank and it just felt like I had just wasted the past two months preparing for this thing. And then I said, because my biggest fear is disappointing people. Well, they showed up. I'm here already prepared. I might as well do it. And it was awesome. And then the three people and I went to the Starbucks down the street once the YMC kicked us out. And we kept jamming. And I remember leaving that Starbucks saying, I don't know if I'm ever going to make money doing this. Because if only three people show up to a free event that had a partner with it, how am I ever going to make money? But I have to keep doing this because it fills my soul. and. Ever since then, it's always been about paying attention to the people who are on with me, not the total numbers. So I have a gaming channel that I just started recently. And yesterday while I was gaming, we had like 11 people watch with me. If I did that on my main channel, we'd have tons of people. One person asked me, well, how do you only have 11 people? How did you not quit when there's only 11 people watching? Because there's 11 people. Those are real people. Right. If you were to give a speech in front of 11 people, you'd be super, super nervous. And so it's always been just about paying attention to who's actually there. That if you have five people who left a comment on your video or five people who gave a thumbs up or a heart, you know, on your post, those are humans. Those are five real humans who said, Hey, I like what you're doing. And as much as, you know, we've got all the subscribers and 300,000 views a day, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what that means. But when somebody leaves a nice comment to say that this video or the work that you're doing or your book or your speech had an impact on my life, that's what we all want. You want to wake up. Everybody wants to wake up and feel like today matters, that the work I'm about to do today matters to somebody. 
And I think that's the purpose driven entrepreneurs who end up loving their life. And if you feel like you wake up and today doesn't matter, I think that's the quick path to depression. Yeah. And I think what you just walked through was really the true recipe for success. It's not about, you know, say fame or fortune. It's really around finding your purpose, living your purpose, making a difference, having value in the world and waking up every day, loving what you do. There's nothing that's more valuable than that. So I do have one more question for you. All right. What makes you optimistic about our future? I just think people are good. In the book, Built to Serve, the first exercise is who. So it's who I how. And the who is figuring out your most important core value. And I believe everybody has a single most important core value that's more important than the others. Like Rebecca, if you had to just pick off the top of your head, what do you think is your most important core value? Don't worry about it being perfect. I think accountability. Okay, great. So accountability is super important to you. Already, that's a great filter for the rest of your life in terms of bringing people on. They have to believe in accountability. You need to be around people who keep you accountable, but you also be accountable to yourself. Like That's a great compass for the rest of your life. But I've done that exercise with thousands of people. It's always something positive. It's always freedom or belief or hope or accountability or inspiration. It's always something positive. I've never had somebody's who, their most important core value, be death <laughs> or hate. It's never happened. And I'm sure there's a tiny, tiny percentage of the population has got brain chemicals that aren't wired properly or something, and they like killing people. But for the most part, I believe humans are good. I think we're just in a lot of pain. I think we're a lot of pain. I think we're in a lot of suffering. And think about when you've been in pain and suffering, are you showing up as your best self? Probably not. But I think people at the core are good. We want to serve. We want to help. We want to make a difference. And so that's firm belief that I have that the world could be a much better place. And thanks to shows like yours and work that I'm trying to do, and I'm sure the work that a lot of your listeners are trying to do as well, we're trying to unlock that one person at a time. Love that. Yeah, definitely. It's my goal with the podcast is to help inspire people to shape a better future. So what's better than having hope in the people around us that we are all mostly good and we can work together to do something to shape a better future. So Evan Carmichael's book, this guy's got other books as well, I believe, but his most recent book, Built to Serve. If you're struggling with finding your purpose, you want to understand where you can serve other people and and really find that value and energy that Evan displayed in the show today, go out and get his book, Built to Serve. Check that out. He's also got a ridiculously large amount of free content out on his website, evancarmichael.com. He's out on YouTube. He's out on Instagram. You'll find him out there and he's got a lot of great content. So go check it out. He'll help you believe in yourself. So Evan Carmichael, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Rebecca. It's been a blast. Evan's energy and will to overcome is inspiring, but he brings something else that drives his success, a strong sense of direction and purpose. He centered his work on principles to help serve others and aims to solve a problem that many people, including himself, has struggled with, belief in ourselves. I am certainly no exception to this problem. As a mom of four with a job and a podcast, among other things, there are several people who quite frankly didn't believe I could do this. It's true that I've gone about this imperfectly, but I also know that I've put in all of my heart, my energy, and the time I have available because this work, this podcast, is meaningful. I have at times listened to the doubters and found a way to pull myself forward. Why? Because of you. My purpose is to inspire you to shape a better future. I believe there aren't enough voices in the conversation about the future. 
We need to bring voices like yours into the conversation, along with others, and work together to build the future that we envision. I don't want the world to miss out on your perspective, your strengths, and your ideas. And I hope that through the conversations I have with guests on this podcast, you find some inspiration, some tools, and some belief in yourself that you can make a difference. And I believe you will. So go on, go help shape the future. To learn more about Evan Carmichael and his amazing work, go to evancarmichael.com. That's evancarmichael.com. You can also find the Evan Carmichael channel on YouTube for additional inspiration or grab his newest book, Built to Serve, on his website. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to Humans Now and Then so that you won't miss the amazing episodes and guests that are coming soon. Please also let me know what you thought of this episode by leaving a rating and review or join me on Instagram at Humans Now and Then. I'm Rebecca Scott, and this has been Humans Now and Then, hosted and produced by Rebecca Scott. Episode notes can be found at humansnowandthen.com. Thank you for listening.